What's up? This is Gina Montavo and the Ask Team Montavo podcast. Thank you for checking out this episode. Welcome back. The last one was great. We had uh, Gina Montavo, my sister and fellow agent, on talking about what to expect when you're expecting – thanks for coughing – when you're expecting your first commission check. And uh, today we have a very special guest. Thank you for uh, subscribing, liking. Please leave reviews if you can and put those five stars. Today we have someone non-real estate related, which is great because that's what this is all about. We have someone here in our community that has done things that other people try to implement, but they can't and they don't do it. And that's why I have them here today. And I'll go more into that in a second, but please, sir, introduce yourself. And also, I've been very mindful and been listening and critiquing myself, so I'm not going to interrupt. Uh, go. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, my name is Gerald Flores, and I am the founder and taco lover behind Taco Gear. I like that. Founder and taco lover. So is that like on a title somewhere on a business card? Do you have a business card? No. Do you use business cards still? No. Has, did anybody, <laughs> does anybody ever ask you, like when you do different events? Um, they ask, you know what, uh, less and less. Really? Yeah. They're just like, what's your, most of the time it's like, what's your Instagram? What's your, like, what's your handle basically? Yeah. I think if I talk to older, older people, which is they kind want of, a yeah, they're like, where's, where's your business card? I think people with business cards, like, I think, like you said, it's just one of those things that, oh, you have a business card? Most of the time I don't, even though I, I have some and they're, you know, I like them, they're decent. But like you said, I feel if someone really wants to do business or buy a product, they're going to go find you. They're yeah. not going to rely on, man, where's that business card? <laughs> and I think yeah. that's what's really cool. And people forget about, like, you know, how marketing is now in business. Like, if you're not online, right. like, you literally don't exist. Right, right. And it's a little different. Like, when I had a, when I, when I had a freelance design business, I had a card. Because, mm -hmm. like, they need to be able to email you and, and all that stuff. But with a brand itself, like Taco Gear, you don't really need a card. So, okay. So, let's uh, start over a little bit. So, what is Taco Gear for people that don't live here in Corpus Christi? Since this is a worldwide podcast. Ah, what yes. is what is Taco Gear? Okay. Uh, so Taco Gear is basically a brand I started about three years ago when I could not find a taco shirt that I wanted to wear. Mm -hmm. At the time, the only thing that existed was the Taco Cat one and like let's those puns that I'm not a fan of. Like let's, let's talk about, about it. it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Those make you upset? Um, at first, it was. N they make me more upset now, <laughs> I think. Um, but I, whatever. It, it is what it is. Uh, people always use them. But um, again, at the time, like I've been a designer all my life. I say about 15 years now, mm -hmm. and I just said, um, man, why, why can't I find a taco shirt that, that like I would wear? Like I would not wear these two shirts, uh, so I just made my own, and it was a simple one. You're actually wearing the hat right now. And was it just the one that the yeah what? Just, just had tacos on it? Like the oh, it, so old yes. English style, right? So it was a, like a tattoo style mm -hmm. font. Just put it on a shirt, and it just said tacos, and I put it on my Instagram. And at the time, that Instagram was just like a creative Instagram for my freelance stuff. There was like 200 and something followers. So I will it. pause you right there because uh, I did look at the website earlier. I've always been looking at it. So when you had this company, at least when I remember, and you were doing it, it was a design company and the taco brand. Yeah. So what made you – so what was your design brand before? What did you call it? How did that work out? Okay, so <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny. I think what, what I want people to, like who are listening, I want you to know like – I named my business stupid names that I mm -hmm. totally regret. And I think a lot of people do. For, my name is Gerald Flores, so it was like GF Design Studio. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. it, you know, that's cool. It's easy. It might as well have been of South Texas in the Coastal Bend. Like whatever it should have or been. Or the, the thing that used to happen all the time, <laughs> ABC123 carpeting. <laughs> oh, for the, for the, to be at for the, the top phone of book. the, the yeah. phone book. Yeah. It was yeah, always yeah. a thing. It was like, oh, this is 123 or this yeah. is ABC. Yeah. Absolute this, yeah. absolute that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So um, anyhow, uh, I ended up landing on a – Taco Creative, because mm -hmm. I mean, I love tacos, and who doesn't, right? Um, and act actually, there was a there was a company I followed called Carrot Creative, 
And they okay. were they were their design company out oh. of New York. So I was like, oh, food, creative, got it. Uh, taco creative. So yes, that's smart. And it's something uh, people remember besides like, oh, it's GF Designs. Okay, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, was and that what's guy? really cool, and we heard this recently, I don't know where we're at, but like you mentioned, it, the name sometimes isn't too important. Oh, the example they brought up was Zillow. Yeah. The, the speaker goes, what the hell is Zillow? What does that mean? What is a Zillow? And he said more people are so concerned over what their business name is or what the business card looks like than actually getting in the right hands or getting their product in front of the right people. Right. And so it's kind of the same thing. It's like tacos. There you go. Let's just do it. <laughs> right. I'll remember that. <laughs> like, why make it more difficult, right? Yeah, exactly. So basically, um, that's what I named my freelance design company was Taco Creative. Mm -hmm. And um, I was under that handle for a very long time. And then as and then I launched the shirt, right? And then that, that was fun and that started taking off. And eventually, um, I wanted to freelance less. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt like Taco Creative, the name didn't, like as the brand was growing, like the merch brand, shirts, hats, apparel, apparel completely taco related. As that was growing, um, the taco it didn't really like it didn't really say what it was. Like taco gear is pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. um, so I changed it to taco gear, and eventually phased out taco creative, and I I I freelance for like very very rarely. But because um, I remember going to the website and it was kind of like left door, right door kind of thing. It like was you go left and you can see all the creative design and Gerald does logos and graphic design and just I mean, anything you think of. He's done stuff for us over the years. Um, and then you go right and it's like, oh, cool. Look at all these taco shirts. <laughs> uh, can, if I can back you up a little yeah, further. So sure. when you did that first shirt and you made it what what and you uploaded it was it with the intent of, hey, if y'all want one, too, I can get you one. Or was it like, oh, hey, look, I made this shirt. Oh, no, it was a straight up sell. Like it was a straight up like like here's a people shirt. are gonna like this yeah I was like here's a shirt and I made it like you want to buy it mm -hmm. not those words exactly but it was just a hard sell like buy this shirt mm -hmm. what I think is very smart is and I like the way it's set up so who do you use as a vendor for your stuff so because there isn't like a big warehouse here with like a bunch of oh shirts, no right? no not at all um and it's no secret anymore it used to be, like when I first found out about them I was like oh I can't tell anybody about this mm -hmm. um but the me three years ago is completely different from me now. And uh, it's called Printful, Printful.com. Mm -hmm. It's, it's an, I think uh, I looked at their website today and they printed like 4.5 million shirts since they started. Wow. Because they're, they're basically a fulfillment drop shipper mm -hmm. for a ton of brands who are able to use them for shirts, hats, tote bags, phone covers, like all everything. kinds of everything. So from when I, when I found them, I was like, oh, cool. That's when I was like, well, let me make this shirt. And then I put that shirt out there. And I had no pressure on me about like the – I had like 100 shirts I just mm -hmm. bought, and I have to sell them. Um, so straightforward, Taco Gear has no inventory other than like the little things you see like stickers and buttons. Like those but see, I have. to me, that is so smart, and that's the reason why I have you here today is because I just – I've seen the business grow. I've seen the brand grow in a way that other people maybe want their business to grow, but they didn't do it in this day and age. It's mm -hmm. like you can't do it where – I, I remember like like being younger and people saying, man, I got a design for this shirt. I'm going to make it. And yeah, they do the design and they go print out 700 shirts <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to sell them all. And then before you know it, they're in the garage as rags. Yeah. Like that's to me, that's not smart unless you're like a major like retailer and you're right. in a store. But the way you're doing it, like I said, I, you go to this website. What's the website again? Tacogear.com. Okay. Taco Gear, that one right there. You go to the website and you can see all the, you can see all the shirts. You can see all the other quote gear. Mm -hmm. And it just like, wow, I want that. I want that. I want that. You click add to cart. And in a couple of days you get your product. And it's, I mean, the designs have just been growing. I know you say you don't like the taco puns. So <laughs> we're all this other stuff. I'm just like, that's a damn good idea. Like one of my favorite ones was a couple of years ago was the, uh, the Netflix one. 
Oh yeah. So for me, I was like, that's see, like that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Like you said, everybody else had like two taco jokes. Like that's it. It's like mm-hmm. that's that's all you got. So where does where does all the inspiration come for all the different shirts? Um, honestly, it's listening to. Um, here's the thing too. When I originally started Taco Gear, at first I didn't like. I made a taco shirt, but I didn't know that it was only going to be tacos. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to do like, let me just release just cool designs and let's start with tacos. But then I was like, damn, there's so many other brands out there that are really good. Why am I going to put that pressure on myself to try and come up with the next? Right. So let me just focus on tacos because nobody's doing that. Mm -hmm. So for me, like if you're focusing on tacos, it's super easy to take any song lyric, any like (laughs) popular phrase and just try and see how you can throw the word tacos in it. Swap it. Yeah. Like body by tacos. That was one. Yeah. Um, So just stuff like that or blood, sweat and tacos. Those were two of the earlier designs. So it's, it's just like, it, I don't want to say it's easy, but I have a gigantic list of like all these different ideas mm-hmm. um, to use. And uh, there's so many, and if fans are listening, um, I'm, it sounds fake, but every, someone's like, you should do this. Like we get a lot of those messages. Like you should totally make this. And I, I hate that I'm like, yeah, it's actually on my list because mm-hmm. I feel like they're like, yeah, whatever, man. Whatever, buddy. <laughs> You're supposed to name it after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a royalty. <laughs> Where's my dollar? <laughs> No, but I believe it because, yeah. like you said, there's only so many things you can do and you're creating these things. And uh, what I like is that with what's cool about the way you have it set up on your business is you can keep it so uh, current mm-hmm. where if something happens in the news or, like, something goes viral, which happens, like, once a week, people are focused on one thing and then the next thing, this person's hot and then this person's hot. You can create your design, throw it up, promote it mm-hmm. without having, like – you know, a month delay because you're waiting for printing time yeah. and all this different other stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. To, to speak on that, um, one of the best times that that happened was um, when that guy said taco trucks on every corner. Like, yeah. During, yeah. Yeah. Like if you let Mexicans in here, there's going to be taco trucks on every corner. <laughs> the next morning when I went to work, I remember telling my boss at work, I was like, I'm going to design for taco gear for like, just give me 30 minutes. Yeah. And then I'll come, I'll, I'll work on whatever we need to work on. Do you feel like it's, it works that way for you? Um, I don't, like if there was a, a scale of graphic design professionals, I would feel like you're like at 11 and I'm like at a three. <laughs> but I, when, whenever I do have to do stuff for real estate related things, yeah. I'm like, like you said, like I get an idea and I need to do it. And my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I had to do this right now. Why can't you do it later? I'm like, cause I'm not going to be inspired later. Sure. Right now I am. Do you feel that way with all your stuff? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If, if anything, just at least writing it down and writing your thoughts on what you think like would be cool. Because mm-hmm. I, for, if I don't write things down, I, I forget, I forget stuff. And and, and like you're saying, like, if I can't jump in front of a computer, I at least need to jot down, like, bullet points on what I'm thinking of how to execute that mm-hmm. because I might forget that stuff later. Yeah. And I won't be inspired. And, like, so, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, it's, So when you design stuff, because there's a, couple, a lot of things I want to talk about today, and really it's just going to kind of focus on the brand and how you did it. But when you were doing just graphic design, did you feel the same way with that besides the taco stuff? Like when you were just designing logos and, you know, websites for people and different things, was it one of those things where you would get a list and be like, okay, I got Gino's stuff. Um, I'll, I'll work on that in a week because I don't feel inspired now. Or is it just, or, or can you, Right. do you have the ability like right now, like Gerald, things on your creative, sit down behind the computer <laughs> and do it. Or do you like have to be inspired? Uh, it's a mixture of both, man. I know that's kind of like, it's a, it's an open, it's not a very solid answer, but, um, when I originally started freelancing, it was very hectic. I would just be like taking on every single project that mm-hmm. I could and then sitting down and forcing myself to like knock that out and, and execute on it. But when you do that for a long time, you get stressed out and then you also get like tapped out of yeah. ideas. So the process now, which, which now that I do the process this way that I'm about to say, I think it does help with the creativity. Um, scheduling things out 
Um, I mean, there's a what I charge for logos now is completely more than what I used to charge. And it should be. Yeah, yeah. And, and and rightfully so. Like I, every year, I went up a little bit. Um, but uh, if I get a logo design project, like I will actually take the time to focus on that project that week. That week. So it's like on Monday, I'm going to start working on that project. And what that means is like I'm going to start doing research and stuff like that. And then I'm going to um, I'm going to look up like their competitors and do the things that you're supposed to do when you're designing a logo or a brand. You got to do your research on other other brands like that. And you've got to, you know, sketch and concepts and, and things like that. There's like a process. So the reason you pay for more expensive design is because that's the way it's supposed to be done versus something like the fivers out there yeah um where they're just basically taking another logo spinning it yeah. a different color and a name on it right yeah or they or they're like okay th i'll give you three concepts and they just whip out text and shapes and like boom here mm -hmm. pick one of those it's three. Like, oh, i guess this one <laughs> uh right. do you feel like with uh, we'll go we'll stay on the graphic design stuff for yeah. just a second so graphic design is one of those things that over the years a lot of people don't realize what good work cost and they're just kind of like oh well i got a cousin that can do it or i know this person that can do it it's like yeah. okay that's great but you know did you set your prices based off what you thought you could get or was it like where did the scale come from the scale well for the, when it started it was from a, almost like an embarrassed to ask for money kind of a, a scale i remember i i freelanced for about a year without doing without charging anything mm -hmm. so when friends would be like can you make something i'm like yeah I'll sure. make something and then i remember like the first time i was like um yeah i'll design your business cards for like 25 dollars <laughs> and then they were like okay and i'm like oh like i was well Thanks. no at first i was like okay good they didn't like they didn't think that was too much money but crazy <laughs> right but then like after doing a little bit more research and then you i think valuing your time mm -hmm. like how how long it takes you to do something like when you knock that out into hours since everyone's used to the whole hourly rate thing like break up what you're doing hourly. And if yeah. it's like, dude, I'm only making like $6 an hour. Like you might as well be a McDonald's. <laughs> so like, what's the, what's the point of, of you doing this thing or this passion? Um, if you don't do your research on what you should be paid. So off of that, and just to show a little of the history between me and you. So mm -hmm. I've known Gerald, um, over the years since we're probably what, like five, seven. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, yeah. under 10 at least. Yeah. And, and the reason why we knew each other is because my dad and Gerald's dad, owned uh, hair salons together mm -hmm. so both our dads were uh, stylists slash barbers however right. you want to call them yeah and uh, so we met each other back then and we come from a family where both our dads you know were self-employed mm -hmm. so for you doing the graphic design stuff and now doing the taco stuff did it come from that or was it just you know you doing regular jobs and thinking like i don't want to do this <laughs> no it di didn't really it didn't come from that and it's funny that you mentioned that because i if you ask me like what's the first thing you remember about gino mm -hmm. i remember you had like a batman birthday part not mm -hmm. a Batman. It was Batman. It was Batman, right? Oh, yeah. I also remember you had a round bed. <laughs> Didn't you have a round bed or someone in your I, house had a round I bed? I think my mom got one from my grandma. And it was like, I guess at the time when those came out, uh -huh. they were like super expensive because, <laughs> I mean, it's a custom round bed. Straight up Hugh Hefner. Like, it was, it didn't rotate. No. But it was round. <laughs> I remember going in there and I was like, oh, Gino, you got, you got Batman on VHS. Mm -hmm. I remember that was like obsessed, one of your gifts. Dude. I was yeah. obsessed. Never, yeah. There was a time when the very first Batman came out with Michael Keaton. And down here, um, over there where Video Central was at, which is like a blockbuster, before Blockbuster, mm -hmm. they had the the Batmobile. Remember that? See, you don't even remember that we went together. Oh, did we? <laughs> I remember I was going with my, my sister. My dad told me. Uh, my dad, I think. Oh man, did I didn't have me. We might have. We might have. It was in the more plaza shopping area, center right? where our dad's salon was at. The big old line. Oh yeah. The, it was like black inside, right? And then the yeah. I yeah, remember. they blacked it out. I mean, think about this. Like that was pre-internet, pre us knowing anything. In our minds, that's freaking Batmobile. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's it. We yeah. didn't know there's like 17 of them going around across, across the nation promoting the movie. It's just like, <laughs> that Batmobile's here, dude. Let's go take a picture. Yeah, that's the only one that exists. Yeah. So what's really cool is that, like I said, uh, we both come from families where we've known people and had people in our lives that were self-employed. Um, a lot of years, I wasn't. And mm-hmm. then it wasn't until our like our real estate business took off that we started being self-employed. Yeah. So besides the the gear, what else do you do? So I'm actually I, I, my full-time gig is uh, I'm the creative director at a web development agency, mm-hmm. um, and that agency's been around for about 15 years. So all day, like I I create websites. I'm the designer in a in a group of developers. Mm-hmm. So I design, they develop. Uh, it's six of us total, but we do websites, software. Uh, we do a little bit of video production. So I'm in the creative space all day. Is it for uh, only local clients or do you have national clients? Or do you mostly, clients it's mostly town? local. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple from out of town, but but a lot of them are, are mostly local. And it's just relationships that, that, that the owners built over the years, uh, which is really cool because it's a revolving door of like quality projects. Um, which is great. It's kind of hard to build that kind of a business now. With uh, with a brand that you have, which again, TacoGear.com, I've said it a million times, <laughs> with that brand and the way it's growing, and just to give it credibility, you've sold stuff to people across the United States and I'm sure in other countries by now, like, right? Yeah, uh, inbox deals, and yes. <laughs> to other countries, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to set up international on my website. Yeah. So they'll, uh, How do you do that? Um, so Are, I, I use Shopify, by uh-huh. the way. So if anybody out there... There's, I mean, we have a podcast too where we talk about how easy it is to mm-hmm. do this because uh, I want people to know they can start their own ideas. Well, but, that's what this is right here. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people see things and it's like, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. And then I see your stuff and the way it's so polished where it's like, there's like a team of 100 people <laughs> that are working on this Instagram, that are working on these designs, that are working on this website. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people don't take advantage of, in all honesty, the technology that's available to us for free in absolutely some cases. yeah I mean? totally i think i think a lot of the time like one of the easier ways to kind of do it is to just go over the objections that people always have mm-hmm. about like oh i wish i could do that but yeah and whatever it is and then you just kind of let them know how you, how they can do that and a lot of the times it's just they don't know yeah and that's okay because like we didn't know either like and we're still figuring things out so we're really open about like and when i say we it's me and my wife sure. elena we're really open about our process and what we're doing and what we use um so i mean flat out we use we use an online e-commerce website that mm-hmm. that does everything for you. Like it's completely, it's got all the tools you need to manage a, a well, whole. Well, that website. right there, I mean, that is just the definition of working smarter, not harder. It's like, right. yeah, you could have gone and you know took out a, a loan for ten thousand dollars and <laughs> just have a huge inventory of shirts yeah. and materials and gear, but then who's that going to help? I mean, that's just right. really going to put you in the hole right off the bat. You can't start a business and be in the hole. Right. It's like, oh. Right. See, and a, a major thing, so whoever's listening now, what if I, okay, what I'm about to say is kind of crazy. What if I told you you could have a website that allowed you to sell um, your clothes very easily or your product. It allowed you to easily take payments from um, a regular credit card, from Apple Pay, from Amazon Pay, from, um, I forgot the other one. Um, uh, it, there's Apple, Google, yeah, PayPal. Yeah, Google Pay. Um Already on your website, you can take mm-hmm. all those payments, and whenever you upload products, it automatically puts your products on Pinterest, on Facebook, on like all these platforms. To me, that's just crazy. It's almost like set and forget it. It's like, hey, I got yeah. a design. I'm going to upload it. Oh, cool. We just sold 100 shirts. <laughs> it's like, right. sweet. Yeah. Check my account in the morning. Oh, look. Look at that. Yeah. And then to finish that, it's only $30 a month for that that's website. Crazy. Right? That's crazy. That is crazy. You have – I mean, I feel with Amazon and the way online shopping is, people – I think we've reached the point – don't really want to go to the store yeah. for at all. 
Right. They don't want to. I mean, we got groceries delivered. We got food delivered with apps like Favor and Uber Eats. Mm -hmm. And with shopping, it's like, you know, I want to sit here and I just want to order stuff. And so the way you've designed it, again, thinking smarter, not harder, you could have spent all that money and had, um, you know, a storefront and a brick and mortar. Yeah. And it's not even necessary. Like, there's no reason to do it. And what I think is really cool, again, we'll go back to the credibility of like how big this brand is. Like you've had like celebrities wearing some of your shirts. And how did that feel? Like one first one I saw was Mario Lopez, who uh, if you're yeah. around our age, if you're, you know, anywhere between like thirty to forty right now, you know who Mario Lopez is from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I saw the Instagram and he's wearing this shirt and I was just like, What? Like I, I literally was like I, I went and tagged you, and then I saw everybody else tagging. I'm like, how do you get the shirt? Dude, I, and, and yeah, that was that's probably the biggest one, um, and I have no idea how he got it. I'm yeah. sure an assistant got it for him. Sure. Because I, I went through all my orders, and I was like, Because it right. was the tacos and tequila, right? It was No, it was uh, eat tacos every day. Eat tacos every day. Because yeah. I know he's real big on tequila and cigars, and he's always posting that kind of stuff. And yeah. He's, you know, he's very humble from what I can see on mm -hmm. his social media stuff. So when I saw that, I was like, you're right. He probably yeah. was talking about it one day, and the assistant's like, oh, cool. Yeah. And he found and it. Like, oh, this will give me good points with the boss. Yeah. He got it for him. <laughs> and he put it. I'm surprised he put it on and even took a picture. Mm -hmm. I tried my hardest to, like get a hold of him Reach and out. yeah and i was like yeah that's okay it's still cool oh hell yeah but and it's funny because he still looks like 20 years old dude that guy <laughs> pisses that guy uh, i when you watch the show saved by the bell and you see zach morris and you see slater they're just like you know these good looking dudes and then nothing against zach or what's his what's his real name mark mark paul, paul blah, blah, blah. something yeah <laughs> Gussler, i don't know <laughs> I think he's related to the guy from the hangover <laughs> but uh you see him and it's like he's aged and yeah, Mario Lopez, he has like seven jobs. He does the radio extra and wears taco shirts. And you're just like, this son of a bitch. Like, yeah. You. Yeah. That's crazy. I remember, I remember I'm like, I asked my wife, I'm like, can I still wear taco shirts or am I too old? Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, you can wear whatever you want. I'm like, oh, all right, yeah. just checking. But <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you have all the designs up, you're doing all the shirts, uh, yeah. you do the creative stuff. Your wife has a whole bunch of stuff too. Mm -hmm. And that's again, another reason why I wanted to bring you in because people, in any business, especially when it comes to being creative or starting from scratch, are such talkers and not doers. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really cool to see y'all figure it out and mm -hmm. figure it out and again figure it out. And it's just like, it's so like, I guess the word's finished. Mm -hmm. Because over the years, I've seen things come through and everyone's like, I got this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. But it's not polished enough to where on a nationwide scale, mm -hmm. people will appreciate it. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I understand. Yeah, totally. And and it's you're, you're bringing up like people that start things and and don't finish them. Mm -hmm. I think that's another objection people have. They're so afraid of like putting their ass out there and getting judged. Yeah, you're gonna. That's gonna happen no, no matter, matter what. What? But the but the reward is so great. And you you will. Ha I remember when we started out, like the very first negative anything I got. You know, you take it really hard. I'm like, oh man. Was uh, it a, was it something negative about a design or just? It was general? um it was actually um. Yeah, some, I think the dude said something like, oh, this is uh, something white people would wear. And, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, white people would wear, what would it be? It'd be like, okay. I mean, a lot of them do wear it, by the way. <laughs> but be, We're open to all races. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. But what he meant was that like, no self-respecting Latino would wear that. Really? I'm like, yeah, I, I think he was just one of those hardcore guys. No. Um, from the body and he oh, was, he wears like one of the Joker shirts, probably like with like the, all the shirts at the Trade Center. He the wears. low rider shirts, yeah, he wears like the low rider shirts and like the, the <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but but you know, not to go too crazy into that, but um, we I went back and forth with him in a message mm -hmm. and kind of won him over a little bit just because I was trying to find out like why are you so upset about yeah. this? Yeah, why are you mad, dude? And he where it came from was at the end he was like, well, I'm just because he said so. You're saying I could just start a taco brand if I wanted to, and then I said yes, and if you if I like your shirt, I would buy it. Like yeah. totally, man. 
um, my wife always says this, and she heard it from somebody else. There's enough sunshine for everybody. Yeah. So it's totally fine. I, when I told him that, he totally let his guard down. And then I found out he's upset that there's like artists in his hood that aren't getting recognized. And then I was like, I understand. I was like, so maybe you should try and do some things to get them recognized. See, I think that brings up a really good point in kind of what we were talking about a while ago, that there's so many ways to do business now digitally. And when I say digitally, the days of like radio, uh, the days of like newspaper and um, buying ads in the phone book, which does not exist anymore. <laughs> right. Uh, people are so used to like, here's how you start a business. And it's one, two, three, four. Here's the steps I take, and here's the things I got to do. I got to go buy a billboard. I got to buy this. Mm -hmm. And someone like you or someone that can start a business from scratch digitally didn't follow that format whatsoever. No. And I think that they have a mentality like, okay, if I, if I want to do something, it's going to cost a whole lot of money. It's going to be super hard, and there's no easy way around it. But with the tools that are available now, even in my business. Mm -hmm. So in my business, there's like this stereotypical realtor that people think about when they think of realtors. And it's like they think of movies where they represent realtors like this really stuffy lady in a pantsuit or a guy driving a 3 Series, and he's got the <laughs> suit and the tie, and he's having open houses every weekend. We don't do open houses. We don't do flyers. We don't do all this stuff because mm -hmm. I know, and the same way you know, that people have their nose in their phone and they're just constantly on it. So why am I going to go waste lots of dollars? Because when you advertise in those venues like radio and different stuff, it costs a lot. Like it's yeah, super it's expensive. expensive. And it's not a short time thing. The return on investment isn't someone's driving by and sees your billboard and then calls you because they wrote down the number on the billboard. It takes time to have that brand out there where yeah. eventually when something comes up, they'll remember it. But that means you're paying thousands and thousands of dollars mm -hmm. when someone like you can go put an ad on Facebook or Instagram. I'm not. I don't know what you how you do it. I'm just thinking. Oh yeah, yeah. You put ads on Instagram and Facebook. Hey, you like tacos? Look at all these shirts. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and they click, and they, you never have to meet anybody. You don't have to have the storefront or customer service or employees. Right. And like you said, people that are complaining is because they're not thinking what's available now. They're right. Thinking of how the old format was. Right. Yeah. And 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 uh, you know, I actually have a way to connect real estate to this. Um, we. Customer service is still huge too, by the way. But yeah, like like one of the ways, let me just say this. I would love to be able to mail out things myself mm -hmm. because I do think also when a brand is in full control over the experience that you get when you receive something, mm -hmm. um, I think that that's huge. That makes people want to order again. Um, oh, you, you, you know what I'm talking about here. Um, the one time that I did buy some inventory to do a pop-up in Austin mm -hmm. and I was invited, um, I rolled all the shirts up into foil. Oh, yeah. Like uh, so, they look like a taco. Yeah, big old, uh, big old heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I put them in a little white paper bag, and people love that. And I'm like, man, I would love to be able to mail them out like that. And maybe I will in the future. The cool thing about the way Taco Gear is structured now is I'm able to still do my full time job, mainly because mm -hmm. I love what I do during the day. If I didn't love what I did, I'd probably be like, let me do Taco Gear full time. Yeah. But it's a really healthy balance for the two right now. Um, to, well, to, like I said, it's kind of like a set it and forget it. You do your designs. You have your website that's just crazy. The Instagram's crazy. Your yeah. the models that are wearing the shirts, like all those different things. Mm -hmm. Like it's, uh, and again, I keep using that same word. It's so finished and polished that when I saw y'all do the thing in Austin and you had the shirts wrapped up, I'm like, dude, that's just like you know, <laughs> someone could have came in and just like had a foldable table and thrown the shirts out. Like those are my shirts. Right. But to represent the brand. 100% and do that, it's mm -hmm. like you might as well have had a lady like rolling tortillas like, right next to you and be like, hell yeah. Like, damn it. Did I walk into a yeah. Mexican restaurant? Like, where am I? Right. But instead she's rolling the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what's really, really cool. And yeah. that's what people need to realize. Um, and one thing you do too, and this isn't like, 
you know, I'm not trying to kiss your ass, but I, I'm very inspired by people that are doing things that I want to do or implement in my business yeah. because I feel like with us at least, I don't want to just show open houses. I don't want to show listings. I want to show us and our team and who we are and the people that we help and the problems that we solve. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that can be done through the video content. And like in your case, like someone goes and orders a shirt they're going to get updates on gear, but they're also going to get, you know, behind the scenes stuff. Like y'all have the podcast and y'all, yeah. I saw some videos y'all have done on YouTube yeah. and it really shows like, oh wow, this is really cool. Like it's not just some random shirt, um, at Spencer's like, <laughs> oh look, look at that shirt. Like, you know, there's some random kid making that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Whatever. Like I, this is a, a supporting a local business. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and I forgot to even say how the, how the real estate related. I, d we decided in 2017 to stop. Um, I decided to stop freelancing. Mm -hmm. So that whole year I focused on ramping up taco gear and I actually did run Facebook ads mm -hmm. for that whole year. And with, with that money, that's how we were able to purchase a new house in 2018. It's like, Hey, I'm going to go heavy on the, yeah. on the shirts. Yeah. So when you do stuff, do you only advertise online? Um, yeah, I do. Um, and, and I, ex I've experimented with it cause well, one of the things, and just, just from a business side, um, using a drop shipper, your margins are are good, but they're not as good as if you did invest in inventory. Mm -hmm. But again, you don't have any inventory. Yeah. So you can test that. There's out. no worries. Right. Exactly. So um, if this design doesn't work, delete. Yeah. Exactly. And and I'm like, all right, that that wasn't because some sell and some don't, and that's fine. As of right now, what's your top shirt? Like, uh, over the years, what has been the one that has the the biggest purchase? Oh God. Uh, right now, the um. Describe it. Because people, people can't see. Well, it, so it smells like a good tortilla. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it, it was the uh, "Give Me Tacos or Give Me Death" was, was our most popular shirt, mm -hmm. um, which just had like some variation of a muerto skull in it with like a mustache. And... Did you think that would be the most popular shirt? No, I never. Like, do you ever I upload never... something and go, "Yeah, nope. this is gonna kill it"? No, no. I, I never say this is gonna kill it, um, because I I used to be like, "Oh, this one's got to be good," right? Mm -hmm. And then no, and it, it's not. Or I'm like, "Okay, this one's okay," and then it just goes. I'm like, huh, I can't figure. Who do you use as your test audience? Like, do you come up with a design, upload it, and my wife. Put it, put it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ever, like, just put it online and say, like, okay, if this one gets 100 likes, then we keep it, like, keep it or kill it. Like, no? No, and, and, and um, you know, the strategy behind that is, like, I think, I think with, uh, just with as heavy as social media is right now, um, I was trying, I used to hype things up by, mm -hmm. like, here's a preview, it's launching this week, like, on Friday. And then I would see like a good amount of likes on the preview and then not execution like I thought on the actual product when that launched. Hmm. So I'm like, let me – because not that I'm trying to get people to purchase things that they will regret, but people forget or what, whatever sure. the case is. So I was like, you know what? Let me just forget it. Let me just boom. Let me just put this out and done. And um, I got better bites that way and people were actually fulfilling uh, – ordering a little more than – like hyping things up right now. Where is your biggest audience? Facebook or Instagram? Uh, I would say number wise. Mm, oh, definitely on Instagram. The followers mm -hmm. are bigger there and it's easier for me to get sales on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was running Facebook ads, uh, that was working pretty well. But again, like the customer acquisition cost for all that was higher than I wanted it to be. Sure. But, but the great thing about all that is, and just from a business side is it built up my email list really good Yeah. because everything I've learned from all the e-commerce websites out there and all those brands, that list is killer. Like, cause nobody can take that away from you until mm -hmm. they unsubscribe, but it's a list you can always market to versus social media where you're, you you're know, constantly just trying to find new fish. Right. And you're uh, throttled down. They won't show your content. I asked my wife one time when I really started getting heavy with the emails and our email list and our databases, past clients, new clients, like you said, leads off of Facebook. Yeah. I asked my wife, I'm like, because she does a lot of online shopping. I'm like, what makes you want to go shop? She's like, usually I'll get an email 
from mm-hmm. Express or from insert the blank, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, and then she'll go and she'll click and yeah. click away. Like I think the times I've bought shirts from you, it's because mm-hmm. I got an email and I thought, oh you know that's badass, click, <laughs> and it's just so easy. Yeah, it's like click click click. Oh cool, I'll wait for it to come in the mail. Uh huh. And that's really nice. So so you said Instagram more. I feel like I used to go so heavy in Facebook, mm-hmm. and the the reach was huge. And I have a big business page, and it was just huge, huge, huge. And then of course, like everyone knows, over the years, the reach, or organic reach at least, is just shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. That uh, last November, my personal Facebook just went away. It just oh, disappeared. Yeah. And I would use the business page. At that time, I thought, well, let me jump over to Instagram and grow this. And mm-hmm. then yeah, I was like, holy crap, there's a ton of people on Instagram. Like, do you feel? What do you feel like is the top one for you? Instagram. But even to use too? Um, I think so. I think even to use because like for me, if you think about it, like right now, everyone, if they pulled out your phone and you went on Facebook, I, I challenge you to scroll and not find a video. Mm-hmm. Or it's some, all video. Yeah, it's all video. So those are just moving distractions constantly. Video, ad, um, event, uh, picture. Like it's, it's a mixture of so many things that it's just like a, it's a mess of stuff. But on Instagram, I think when people are looking at Instagram, it's just all photos. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a little bit of video, but it's straight up it's a visual. Minute, yeah, it's, a, it's photos or a minute video if you're watching right. the timeline. If you right. want to go to stories, you can go to stories. That's, right. why I think they're, that's how I think they're winning over, say, like Snapchat because Snapchat mm-hmm. has one way. You can't search anybody. You can't. Yeah. It's kind of just like you see it or miss it. With Instagram, I think they figured out, okay, let's do the stories thing. Let's do the 24-hour. They must see it now or it's going to go away. But mm-hmm. also keep – the timeline yeah. to where I've told people that are real estate agents, I go treat your timeline like the finished product and treat your Instagram stories like the behind the scenes. Right. Like here's the story. Here's how that photo happened. Mm-hmm. You see this polished, great house photo, but here's the behind the scenes of different stuff around the house, how we got that photo and how it looks and different qualities about it. Same thing with like the shirts. And I've mm-hmm. seen y'all do that too. Yeah. Uh, that's what's really cool. I, I love Instagram. That's really where I feel like a lot of stuff is heading. Yeah. And you said with the videos on Facebook, I got a, I don't have a Facebook, so I get on my wife's and I'm on hers and I'm going through the timeline and I'm thinking, does she just have a lot of friends that post videos or is it t- <laughs> Facebook saying, here's all the videos? Yeah. And it's all like, the, even the news has all the videos. They're not posting links to their website. It's the videos with the captions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here you go. So I'm, I guess because they said, what is the quote? Not quote. But the stat is like, I think 80% of videos on Facebook are watched on mute because either people are right. at work, they're waiting at the doctor's office, they're at the bank line, they're looking like that, and they're just like reading stuff. Yeah. They don't want to be that do guy. Do you do a lot of video stuff? No. not. I, I would love to do more, but I don't do as much as I, I – we started this uh, series called The Taco Chair. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw one episode the other day, and it was like, you know, really cool shots. Your wife was working in her office, mm-hmm. and I thought, this is the stuff I want to see. Personally, that's the stuff I love seeing. Yeah. And – and you had it produced so well, but I, w- I would watch it even if it wasn't produced that well. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's just me. And yeah. I think that's cool that you're putting that stuff out there because, again, it shows the background. But, yeah, like I was like, this is really, really nice. I think you should do more of those and don't even worry about being so polished on those because that's just video. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you. And, and it's funny because, like, when we did – we're so busy and I hate to, like, start something and not finish it. So we assigned seasons to like our podcast. Mm-hmm. We recorded seven. It's it's uh, seven episodes in one season. We did them all in, in a weekend. For people that want to check out that one, I'm trying sure to get it. What is so it? taco. So okay, but spell it. So, S E W. So, okay, it's so like I'm and sewing. Then, yes, because my I'm taco Not like here. So taco. No, no, no. That's so taco. <laughs> no, my wife's my wife's brand is so bonita. S E W. And mine is taco gear. Um, I tried to get the domain taco bonita, but it was taken. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Weird. Well, what's on that site? I don't even remember. Not to give them a plug. I think it was just parked. Oh, I hate those. Yeah, I know. I have like, some of those. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list of those. Um, but yeah, so, so Taco actually sounded better anyway. So uh, it's literally just us 
Um, and the thing about a podcast is, um, like, this one's great, but the thing about, like, ours was, uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. and we're not the experts on anything, so what can we do? And almost like a behind the scenes, like you're saying, which is appreciated, is we took each episode and we talked about a specific topic and our in our experience in that topic. So mm-hmm. it's like how we started was one, and we talk about everything on how we started, what it took. We get really raw and real on everything, all the way from like handling negativity in an episode, mm-hmm. working together as a husband and wife. What does that look like? Um, staying motivated was our last one, but we did a season because I'm like, there's no way. I don't want to do it like every once in a while. Yeah. So the same thing with the videos, um, ta- the the taco chair, which is just me interviewing. Um, you actually don't even know it's me behind the camera. I'm interviewing uh, just people that I admire mm-hmm. and um, ask them what their favorite taco is, and then they talk about that. That uh, that brings up a couple of good things, and I know I have limited time with you, but okay. there was uh, – well, shit, you're going to be here all day then. <laughs> there was uh, – I, again, I want to stress how big this brand is, and Gerald's being very humble with the fact that it's essentially like a nationwide brand, mm-hmm. um, and it looks like it. It looks like a worldwide brand. But <laughs> you've done a lot of cool stuff with – if this is a thing, the taco community. Yeah, I mean, the like absolutely. I've seen news excerpts. I've seen like Texas Monthly. Like, tell me some of that stuff. Like, how did all that happen? Like, do you have Taco Bros? Like, you all in a group chat? Yeah, dude. I'm actually <laughs> going to. Uh, we have a. I'm going to a Taco Brothers wedding in November in New Orleans. Start over. What? I'm going to a Taco Brothers wedding in, in New Orleans. <laughs> So does that mean you've only known him through the taco world or yep. like a product or how did that, what do you mean? I knew him, man. Yeah. We're going to be here a little while. It's I okay. knew him. Um, I think the most, the most rewarding thing of this whole brand has been how it's opened up my eyes culturally to the food that we take for granted, me specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to, just to start off this conversation, if, for those people that don't know, and you might want to ask, ask your mom, cause I'm interested in what she thinks. Okay. I asked my mom, Elena asked, my wife asked her parents, um, back in the day when they would go to school, if kids like them took tacos for lunch, they yeah. were made fun of, dude, because yeah. it was a poor man's food. And, and, and my mom's, to go on the same subject, my mom grew up with my grandma just always, always, always making tortillas all the time, rolling them, making them. Mm-hmm. Every night she would have them, and they didn't use forks or spoons because they had a tortilla just to sop <laughs> everything up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's funny you say that because I remember my dad telling me something like that. Very yeah. Similar. So what, it's interesting because you go from that, like – Brown kids are being made fun of because they're eating a tortilla, rice, and beans mm-hmm. at lunch. And now every fucking white person in it's Austin is It's like a hipster eating. thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like they're getting so creative. It's like gone so mainstream. Now they have gold flicks on them. It's like, how crazy can we make a taco? <laughs> right. And then the, well, the whole taco truck's like, this guy does it this way and this guy does it this way. So where it's yeah. like the – how do you say it? It used to be just a, such a simple thing, mm-hmm. and it's grown and grown and grown in a great way. Yeah. There's some tasty-ass tacos. Absolutely. But it's grown in a great way where – uh, I love the videos where they show like, you know, tacos across Texas, like mm-hmm. South Texas, it's this way and, and South Texas and over here, it's this way. So yeah. with these taco brothers, is that just through, you know, growing the brand, you've met different people that yeah. either have the same love or do they have their own thing going on taco wise? It's just, it's just, uh, opened up so many cool opportunities. Um, so that's why I was saying it's the most, it's the most rewarding part of it because it's opened up my eyes culturally to the food and then it's connected me with other people. So basically like the hat that you're wearing, mm-hmm. which is uh, our first hat that just says tacos across in a tattoo style font. Um, somebody from Austin who's from El Paso, he lives in Austin. He reached out on Instagram when I didn't have a lot of followers. And, um, he said, Hey, we wrote a book in Austin called Austin breakfast tacos. Mm-hmm. And we're writing a book called the tacos of Texas. We want to use your hat um, but can we like tweak it or put some like the tacos of Texas on it or something? And it can be the official hat of this book tour that we're doing. Whoa. So I was like, yeah, cool. I didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be BS. It couldn't be, but I said yes. And then, um, we made the hat and that turned into, they, um, 
they made a book that's like really thick, like a super thick book called The Tacos of Texas. They toured, they went to 10 different cities. Corpus was one of them. Mm-hmm. And what I love about that book, um, and his name is Mando Rayo and Jared Nice. They're two guys that have something called taco journalism mm-hmm. in Austin. They've been writing about tacos for 10, well, more, more than 10 years now. Yeah, it's funny. It, 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 like writing online? Writing online. Uh, Strict, okay, strictly like online paper. about the, no, no, not a paper. Uh, just online about the taco scene in general. <laughs> and you got Mondo, who's like an awesome Latino. And then you have, you have Jared, who's the white guy, mm-hmm. but, but knows a lot. Are um, either one... Are either, is either one a cook or like a chef or they just, um, they're, a guy like you where it's like, hey, let's do this. I'll well, Mondo, Mondo is just straight up from El Paso and, and he's got, you know, I think his first generation um, Mexican-American mm-hmm. and he's got, um, he's just a cocinero is what like what we discovered in this taco tour is like chefs who are making like the best tacos. They're not chefs. They call themselves cocineros, cooks okay. is what they call them because they're, they're just trained in, in tradition. And they stick with that. But, um, yeah, so I met those dudes. That book came out. They put me in the book. Um, they toured um, all. They toured 10 cities. And that book is not about the best of the best. It's about this is Corpus and this is what they do. Yeah. And this is Brownsville and this and is what they, they do. do. Right. So it's a very, very cool book. And uh, from there – Which is weird to think because most people, if you're unfamiliar, think taco is a taco. Like you put – egg and beans or whatever you want in there and yeah. that's it like how much crazier can it get <laughs> that book you're talking about is it just like a coffee book like is it just pictures or is it like you know, no it's essays? a it's full of it's full of uh in, in each each city they went to it's full of write-ups on that city what kind of city it is what kind of people live there um okay here are a few restaurants we're highlighting these are their their, their stories um here's some local cooks uh, here's some local celebrities and this is what they love about mm-hmm. tacos in their city so it's just the whole story of the food from a perspective of different people in those cities. Very cool. Very, very cool. Um, and then they got picked up to do a web series uh, by PBS. Really? Mm-hmm. What's so the web series called? The same thing? It's ta- Tacos of Texas. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's going to air September, September, mid-September. Or it's coming up uh, mid-September 2018. And so the series, are the, is it going to be it's essentially, online. they're going to bring the book onto, I'm sorry, they're going to bring what's in the book in video like in other words they go follow mm-hmm. them to this shop over here in yeah i went with them place. to seven cities oh, really yeah seven, i went with oh them. wait wait start over so yeah, it's like yeah. we so, got like a tour bus no 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 <laughs> uh it looked like a taco big <laughs> taco shaped tour bus uh <laughs> like the like the van from uh, dumb and dumber so there's a big taco <laughs> like lettuce flying off of there it. you go um shagging wagon uh <laughs> but they they um they reached out and they were like hey we're gonna go well actually i went to austin because they launched taco beer which is, you know, taco everything. You right? say taco beer? They launched a taco so beer. So it's just called that, or is it flavored? Independence Brewing is <laughs> flavored like a taco. I don't know. I don't use no, taco no, no, beer. No, no, no. It's a, it's, it's, um, it's a size, it's a regular beer. It's okay. a saison, saison, uh-huh. I forget how to say that. But it's Independence never. Brewing out of Austin brewed a beer specifically for the tacos of Texas. So That's the okay. can's red and it's got a fist on it that says tacos on the knuckles, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But, it, but um, I went to their, their party where they launched that. And we became friends from the book and everything. And um, when I went to the party, um, I was filming some stuff just for me. And I remember uh, I, I w- introduced myself to – or not introduced myself. I said hi to one of the guys. And then he, he thanked me for something. I can't remember what it was. And then I was like, if you all need any help with anything, like, let me know. Because they had just announced that they were going to go on the road mm-hmm. and film a documentary based off the book. I didn't know it was PBS or anything at the time. Is that something that they were seeking? Like, were they looking to get a show or just something somebody approached them and said, hey, it'd be cool if we did the, made this a show? That's a great question. Um, and I don't want to miss say it, but I think they were seeking out. Like, the, cool. the book was, like, solid. So after that, I mean, it's easy to go to somebody and be like, we want to put this, like, we want to make a web series out of this. Yeah. And the guy that they used, um, Dennis Burnett out of Austin, 
him and these guys um they have a they have a creative uh, collective agency on their own so they had been doing videos for uh beef love and texans and some other places already so when you like very well produced videos so they 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 from my understanding they've got those videos under their belt really good work then they have this book when you go to somebody and you say like let's put this together and let's make a really cool series that is unlike anything out there because all so is it already available for people to see or no. you've just seen previews no september it'll be it'll like you can follow tacos of texas right now on instagram on instagram and on facebook and um they'll tell you when it's out but it'll be on one of pbs's youtube channels because they're really trying to scale their youtube audience sure. well, and they know everybody else is online like yeah 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 so september is when they're going to air there's seven different episodes but again like when i saw them in austin i was like hey um if y'all need help with anything, like, let me know. Yeah. And I don't know what that meant. Like, it could have been anything. And he said, well, we're going to El Paso next weekend. Do you want to go? And uh, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. So are you on the show? Uh, I'm on the show featured? in Corpus. Uh-huh. But they hired me as a field producer. Okay. It sounds super fancy, but it's not. What did it mean? <laughs> basically gave directions? No, I was, uh, well, I was, I was responsible, it, uh, like an assistant, basically. Sure. But I was responsible for driving the talent around. Um, Where'd y'all go when y'all we, were here? We when we when we were here, we went to Hi Ho, uh, mm -hmm. and then we went to um, oh my god, dude, I can't remember. It was so long. Oh, we went to Hi Ho, and then we had brunch at our house. Cool. And we had a conversation. The cool thing about each city is, each city is very similar to the book. So they focused on the taco of that city. Mm -hmm. So for us here in Corpus Christi, it was breakfast tacos. Sure. And then Hi Ho is kind of like the big the big thing. So they talked about that. Um, we did uh, some other cool stuff. We had a, a brunch at my house. Um, with tacos and we talked about um, like cultural stuff with food uh, but in every other city because you're I mean it's funny because you say like you know some people tacos are tacos right well just real quick like Corpus is known for breakfast tacos Austin they did migas mm -hmm. in Brownsville we went to um, we went to go make barbacoa in the ground we buried the cow's head in the ground my dad's done that once it freaked yeah. me out he ate the eye like, <laughs> yeah oh. they ate eyeballs <laughs> yeah I'd never done that before I didn't eat the eyeball but to see that process is, is was so cool and uh, yeah, and then over in Dallas, Dallas was about the modern taco because that's kind of the thing they're doing right now. What's a modern taco? So it's very interesting. We had a they'll they'll be I don't want to give too much away, but they they um they did a one of the chefs that we interviewed was at uh, a place called Revolver Taco. Mm -hmm. It's a very nice place. And if I if you're in Dallas, I would suggest go check out Revolver Taco. The front of the house is like a bar, and it's got like a long table where thirty people can sit. But the back, it's got uh, like seven little tables, mm -hmm. and in the middle is his mother cooking. Really? Yeah, she's making everything for you. It, her and then another cook, but his mother is there, and they're making the food Working right there. Working the bone. Yeah, poor lady. It's very, it's very, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's very elegant. Mijo, you said your friends are coming over. Who are all these people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny during an interview, during one of the interviews. I'm sure I could say this, but during one of the interviews, the interview back there with, with was with him. He just straight up. They asked him for something, and he was like, "Yeah, my mom can do that." And then he just turned and said, "Ma, can you make me like?" And then she made whatever. Like Will Ferrell and Wedding Crashers. Ma, yeah. Ma, meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, he said uh, Ma tacos. A couple more things. So that's I, I love the the tacos Texas thing. Are there any plans for those dudes and maybe along with you to go seek out like tacos of America? Is that like the next thing? Yeah, the next they season? uh, I, well, they they went to go. They um got accepted to put this documentary. Uh, into a film festival in Denver, and mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of the festival. Um, I didn't go with them, mm -hmm. but they. Uh, I got a text from them while they were there, and they were telling me like the next thing to prepare for. That's but awesome. I can't say what it is. But That's cool. You're not even saying anything. But they were like, "Get ready, we're gonna do blah 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 in 2020 or 2019 or whatever." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> let's go do that." 
but no, I learned so much. It was fun just seeing like how full productions and how they work. And but more importantly, like the stories of they did this food show that is completely unlike anything else. You go and you look at food shows, and they're all the same, man. Mm-hmm. We're here at blah blah blah, blah and what are you making for us today? And yeah. oh, we're making this. And then okay, great, go visit him if you're ever in this place, and that's it, right? And then they get a plaque on the wall. So and so was here. Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. I've that, been to those places. <laughs> yeah, this was completely all about the food and the story, and very cool. And it gets political too, because I think a lot of the the, the 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 main thing that they wanted to kind of push is like America, like you love the tacos, but you don't accept the people that make them. Mm, so that's kind of that's kind of a little bit of the backbone it's behind a lot of that story. So. Well, I think that with tacos and with like cupcakes had a, a, a good run. I don't know if cupcakes are still a thing now, but people I eat them. Well, yeah, I mean, too. <laughs> obviously, you can tell. Um, I think that it's it's cool how people can latch on to certain things where like they're cupcake fiends or they're taco fiends or they're cake mm-hmm. or jerky or steak. Like people, yeah. if you go to Instagram, whatever your favorite food is, you can find, a, like you said, a community yeah. around it. I don't know if they're doing the same thing you've done. So if you had to go back, would there be, if you had to go back, I'm sure you wouldn't change anything, but if you <laughs> did, would you have picked a different food? Oh, hell no. No, no I wouldn't have. No. It wouldn't have been like pizza gear? No. Pizza Someone gear. told me that existed yesterday because I was interviewed yesterday. Is it like a ripoff of? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. If it's not available, I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> I'm making, pizza I'm buying pizzagear.com. <laughs> there was a, a one I started out early and it, it's, it's kind of funny going back to the whole like you can, it's, you can do your own thing, man. It's not that difficult mm-hmm. for people who want to do their own thing. Somebody reached out to me one time. They're like, hey, man. I love donuts and I want to launch a donut brand. This was like a long, like the first year I had launched. And he was like, what do you think about that? But I want to use, I want to make a body by donuts, but I don't want to like offend yeah. you because I had a body by tacos. But I'm like, man, I didn't invent body by. Yeah. Like, do whatever, man. I don't own body by. Yeah. He, <laughs> and I was like, well, you, I, and I told him straight up. I was like, because he owned a donut shop. Oh, dude, it makes perfect Yeah. Sense. And I was like, well, sell, sell donut gear there. And um, I was like, you can even use like three of my designs and just like the, the words. And just um, put t- donuts instead of tacos. So um, it's funny you say that. He so didn't going, do that, by the way, though. <laughs> going, back to, going back to cupcakes, yeah. um, many, many years ago, there was someone that I saw online, and I'm sure you've heard of him. Uh, it's Johnny Cupcakes. Yeah. Uh, his brand. And I remember it was the first time that I saw a food-based brand, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Yeah. And back then, it was really him. And I remember he had just started, and he would opened up a shop. And it, if you're unfamiliar with Johnny Cupcakes, this guy – I think he was in a band, or he followed a bunch of bands I around. I don't remember that. And I, he had a suitcase, and in yeah. his suitcase, he ended up having these shirts that he would just try to sell at different shows mm-hmm. because everybody would call him uh, Johnny Cupcake. And so he had these shirts, and the first one was just a cupcake with, like, crossbones underneath it. And mm-hmm. from that, the guy has done – I'm not sure if you follow his story. Like, he started doing, like, the shops, the pop-up shops. He started doing the online stuff. Back when it was, like – I'm talking, like, AOL days. Like, he had that stuff. And then he started doing um, like collabs where like he's done stuff with Disney and like Looney Tunes yeah. and Ghostbusters. Yeah. And again, it's cool to see somebody like yourself and him and this other guy you're talking about. If you have an idea, there's nothing stopping you from making it. No. Except you. Like, yeah. If you have an idea, just do it. Like just make it and mm-hmm. see where it goes and have fun with it. I agree. It seems like that's what you've done, right? Is that what the, the main part of this, the whole company is? Just have fun? Yeah, that yeah, absolutely. Just have fun with It'd it. It'd be really weird if you took yourself super serious <laughs> and it's like, bro, you got tacos on a shirt. Like, I know, I know, and that's the thing too. I told my wife like sometimes I'm like, eh, I mean, it's really just a novelty, and she's like, it's not a novelty. No, it's um, like you said, there's a community behind it, right? And you're I, like at the forefront of the. Like, we're here. honoring this food. Yeah, that's how I feel. My brand is like we're honoring this food. It's not just. I mean, they're yes, they're 
shirts with tacos on them. But in a way, you're honoring it because they strike up conversations. Mm-hmm. Like when people see each other wearing a taco shirt or that guy's wearing a taco oh, shirt. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, no hey. tacos too. Yeah. It's yeah. like a sports team. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, go boys. It's like... <laughs> It's an yeah. easy way to just bring up a conversation. Right. It's like, who did you vote for? And like, oh, well, we love tacos, so let's just focus on this. Let's <laughs> like personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, one more question before sure. you go. I do appreciate you talking to us. I think sure. it's really cool to meet people that not only have started their own business, but did it in a way where people didn't think it was possible. Mm-hmm. So if you had advice for someone that, like I said, has an idea, what would be the first thing they do to, you know, let it take off, like to plant that seed? What would be the first thing? And obviously it didn't happen overnight. It mm-hmm. took some time. It wasn't like you have this huge website, and this huge following overnight because of one shirt. It took time mm-hmm. and dedication. Yeah. So what would be the first thing you would tell somebody that's either trying to start their own design company mm-hmm. or trying to start their own brand? Because what do you consider it, a brand or do you consider it a company? This is a brand. Okay. Yeah, because I no longer really design that much anymore. Yeah. So what it's, would you tell somebody? Um, the first thing I would say, because there's several things I would say, the first thing, and it's the simplest thing, is just start. Because mm-hmm. there's so many people that like, Oh, I want to do this, but I got to wait for... Is just start meaning write it down? Uh, just start is buy the domain? Do it. Uh-huh. Whatever, 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 whatever you need to do to get that going. Whatever it is. So if it's, yeah, I want to start selling shirts online of this, whatever. Yeah, okay, we'll go buy that domain. Don't ever tell anybody before you do it because they'll go buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but buy the domain and then do everything you need to do to, to, to start that. The, but And what I mean by just start is there's so many people that are just like, I want to do it. But I want to wait till I have a bigger following. I want to start blogging about mm-hmm. this and then get it and then sell to the following. When I tell them, dude, I launched a shirt with 20, like 200 followers and probably most of them probably my family mm-hmm. and friends. And it just took one or two, three people to buy it that show other people that show other people. I didn't need 10,000 followers mm-hmm. before I launched anything. So just start. I mean, like people, people try to like make things perfect before they had started and there's no such thing like yeah, it's never going to be perfect it's just let the story tell itself mm-hmm. and the story wasn't that overnight you had this huge store and brand no the story is like we heard a little while ago at the beginning of this podcast i wanted a shirt i made the shirt yeah. and i just kept going from there right so just start whatever that means for you to like be where you want to be with i need to get this idea out um that's the first thing i would say the second thing is don't ever compare yourself to anybody else because you will that you won't sleep at night, man. Like you'll well, never. Was there anybody you could? I mean, in this aspect. No. Was there anybody you could compare yourself to? No. Well, um, no, because nobody else was was doing that. But but for a while, I was like, oh, that brand's so cool, and it's doing a lot of things. I wish I had this many followers. Sure. Or I wish I had that. And that's understandable. We're all human. I get it. Um, but to me, like all of that is negative energy or negative things you're focusing on that are just keeping you away from doing what you need to be doing. I think that in our day and age, and that brings up a really good point you said about I have to have this many followers. I mm-hmm. think people equate either happiness or success mm-hmm. or um, whatever you want to call that word with how many likes they get yeah. or how many followers they have. When, like you said, I think on one of your pages, you have like 20,000 plus mm-hmm. followers. Yeah. That's great. But, I mean, really, if you have, like, 100 or you have 30 just top, like, dedicated fans, mm-hmm. they're going to be the ones that are advocates for it. And if you just, you know, focus on them, everybody else will come along. Right. So I would say that's a really good tip, too. If you're just doing something like this, don't try to think, like, 10 years from now or five years from now, we're like, I'm going to have a million followers. <laughs> like, if you have 100 followers, that's 100 fans that could just completely love it. Right. Try to, like, you know, interact and do all these different things. And I've seen you do a lot, too. Like, you know, every time someone comments, like, you're – 
thank you or taco emoji or just different things. Yeah. Because people like the fact, and I think that's why, like, this is totally kind of maybe off subject, but still in the same. That's why people like reality TV so much, and they're obsessed with the Kardashians or the Real Housewives or all the Bravo shows and all these different things. Because not only can they see them on TV, they can also go follow them on social media. Right. And that was one of those really cool things, like, when I started radio, Mm -hmm. the fact that it was right when Facebook started. And with radio, no one ever knows what radio people look like. It's like you hear a voice for years. Like, for years, I'm sure people heard Casey Kasem but had no idea what he looked like or he had kids and all this different stuff but with the age of social media you can go follow a brand see what they look like follow their story where it's like you know they're like little celebrities yeah no yeah I totally agree with all that people are obsessed with it dude it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) so yeah just start uh, don't compare yourself to anybody Um, man there's so much that we we, oh I don't even know if this is this is the one thing I want to say to a lot of people is um, the other day not the other day uh, Myra Zamora, <laughs> my, yeah, on a Taco Tuesday. Uh, Myra Zamora, she's a local artist. Do you mm-hmm. know Myra? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Her Instagram is Mita Myra Art, but she's the one that did the the uh, Chicano mural on the side of the art center. Those panels. Okay. Was she doing something recently where she was inside a box? Okay. Mm. No. There's. I saw an artist <laughs> recently here in Corpus where they were inside like a glass box. Oh and they were no. In it painting. Oh well, yeah. Uh, K Space at the mall. They're doing this camp thing for kids. Oh weird. Okay, but anyway, sorry. I threw you off. No, 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 no. no. Um, uh, she was she was with us. At um at a function at the at the art museum, mm-hmm. and she was she was sitting with us at a table, but at another table was like some people that that um she should know or get to know, mm-hmm. and they had kind of invited her to go sit, but she didn't want to leave us, mm-hmm. so she kept saying like, um oh, I don't want to go, I don't want to go over there, I don't want to leave you guys, and we were like, dude, those are people you need to like get to know so for your career and all uh-huh. all that stuff, and and then all I asked her was like, are you gonna regret it if you don't go? And then she was like. Yeah, I will. Probably. And then she went over there. Um, but she's been doing that ever since, and now I have. Like, with any decision in life, whether it's, like, starting something or whether it's – it could be as, as simple as, like, introducing yourself to that. Like, for you, Gino, like, people follow you, right? And, um, yeah, to some extent, you know, your local celebrity. And don't stop. be humble about stop. it. But, yes, um, batten your lashes while you say stop. Stop. <laughs> stop it. And then, like, give me the hand signal, like, keep coming, keep coming. T- stop. Tell my handles. Tell my stop. handles. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the gym on top. <laughs> there you go. And um, but I mean, like if if anyone out there like wants to even just say hello to you, I'm sure like some people are just like, ah, oh, I don't want to go do that. I don't want to sit. But it's like fifty fifty. Most people yeah. just come up. Right. Back when I was on the radio, even now, like they've watched like the kids grow up, and that's yeah. what I was talking about. Like people just like follow your brand. Like I'm. I mean, our business is real estate. But most of the people that come up to me are laughing about a dumb video I posted <laughs> or something stupid I wore or a yeah. restaurant I went to. And right. that's what – I think that's what separates people from doing business with just a random – I don't know what that – I don't even know who that is. And then doing business with people. The random billboard? Yeah. <laughs> like when we're a people business, so that's yeah. why we do that. And same with y'all. Like y'all are you know, a, a small business. Y'all are owned locally. It's not like this huge corporation where people just right. pumping stuff out and no one cares. Like y'all care. Right, exactly. So basically back to the, like, are you going to regret it? Like, if you don't start that idea that you have, are you going to regret it? Yeah, yeah. you're gonna, when someone else does it, you're going to be like, pissed. Damn, that was my idea. You're going to be well. so angry at yourself, dude. <laughs> and you're going you're gonna to go into this deep depression. So anyway, just start it. Just man. do it. That's, just, that's, I think that's the best advice, like you said. Stop. Don't, don't, don't talk about it. Be about it. 
Yeah, there you um, go. If there's one last thing you want to say, I, I feel like that was a great ending. Uh, I do appreciate you coming in. This is just mm-hmm. one of those things where I, I feel like I've been watching you all for such a long time, but I don't see you all in person, even though this is not a big city. Like, I follow you all, <laughs> and I see all you all stuff, and I know you alls dogs, and I see all these different things, but I don't physically see you, so it was great right. to actually have you in here yeah, and yeah. talk about stuff. Um, if you ever want to come back, by all means. Sure. But I think that you are definitely the standard of, hey, if you're going to do something, do it right. Like, mm-hmm. don't do it half ass. Don't just don't give your all. Like, go all in, and it's gonna f- look like it's go- you've gone all in, and the customers see that too. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Like, customer knows you're fo- you're phoning it in. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, got this guy. Yeah. The last thing I'll probably just say is, um, and it is a shameless plug, but our podcast is specifically like designed to talk to people who are thinking about doing their thing, mm-hmm. so they could see what it took well, and I, what I it I takes. I want you to plug it because yeah. I'm hoping that after <laughs> this goes up on mine, you're gonna share it too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think I just brought here. <laughs> I want 20,000 followers. <laughs> yeah, there's a, yeah, no, so taco follow that, uh, go listen to that podcast. But, but one of the things I talk about a lot of the time, cause I think, I think this, there's so much, there's so many good nuggets in that podcast, but, mm-hmm. but one of the things that, that hit home and we've been, we've been like, we've been getting good feedback. People email us and they'll message us and they'll tell us like, man, that's what I needed to hear because of blah, 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 or whatever. And that we weren't expecting that. Um, and that's great. Like, that are they people that have a local business or do their own, like entre- they're entrepreneurs? Some or, of them are right? like, I've been wanting to start something and it's not even necessary to like a brand. It's just starting it because we talk about like treating people, right. Customer service with whatever it is that you're doing. But, um, one of the things, cause the, the side it's so taco two side hustles and a microphone. That's cool. what we, like that's what we named it. Uh, cause they are our side hustles cause we both have full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that we saw from people that were people were unhappy with the amount of time that they had to work on their side hustle. So if you're listening to this, like you can't, hell yeah, go all in if you want to do that. But if it's not something you can do for, you know, because you can't, you have to pay the bills and you have sure. family, that's sure. fine. Do your side hustle thing, but be content with the amount of time that you have to do that. If you only have two hours a weekend to work on this side thing, be happy with those two hours mm-hmm. and know that you can only get so much done in that time. Because we've seen people just so frustrated and they just get broken down because they want to be at this high level. There's no patience. Yeah. Going back to Gary Vaynerchuk. There's no patience Mm -mm. that they have. You got to eat dirt. Right. Exactly. Exactly. He said he didn't say dirt. He says eat shit. Doesn't he say He says eat shit. (laughs) And then caviar later. (laughs) It's like the same thing in our business. Like you don't start off like a million clients. Right. You start off with one and you give them 100%. You start off with another one 100%. And you just like really take care of clients because those initial ones, like you said, if someone's starting – and they're trying to start a brand, no matter what business it is, those very first few clients are going to be the ones that are going to be advocates going forward. So mm-hmm. if you start off with five and they have shitty experiences, well, guess what? It's like, oh, man, like, and that guy, da-da-da. And same thing, like, oh, man, yeah. I ordered this shirt, and I was like, basically gave me the finger because I wanted to ask a question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think if you really take care of the people, Absolutely. Uh, they'll take care of you. Yeah, be real. And, um, yeah, that that's a huge thing. Like, just be as real as you can. If your intentions are true behind what you're doing, people will support you. You know what it is? It's because, and again, I've been full-time with real estate for the last two years when I left the radio. For me, I did the radio for a long time, and it was like my, I guess you can call it my crutch. It was my thing that, you know, I leaned on. It paid my bills. I had a lot of fun doing that. met a lot of cool people. But my actual passions shifted to real estate because it's a family business and I was like I really want to do this and I think a lot of people want that and maybe they have that vision of like I don't want to ask to go to lunch like I don't want to work a nine-to-five like I really want to do this and like you mm-hmm. said if you have two hours to do it just still do it if you're gonna make you happy yeah totally. and eventually it could grow into something to where hey bye-bye this job I'm gonna go <laughs> do this and 
that there's an expression that people say all the time, and I feel like it's very cliche and it's very difficult because the expression is, uh, if you find something that makes you happy, what is oh, it? You'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, I think it's yeah. bullshit because I want to fucking lay around and eat pizza and watch Netflix <laughs> and like go to San Antonio and like hang out in a pool. That's what I want to do. Yeah. If you tell me how I can get paid to do that, then I'll do it. <laughs> but there's still different things that I'm passionate about. And it's, I think, bottom line, my passion, what I've found over the years is I like helping people and making their life easier. So when I did radio, it was doing it because I felt like, you know, we had fun and it was mm -hmm. funny and it was different. Mm -hmm. And so if people are driving to work, I've done that drive to work and it sucks and you're going to a job you hate. If I can make you laugh for 10 seconds before <laughs> you walk in, great. And this job, real estate's one of those things that's so difficult. It's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to call. Da, 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 da. If we can make it easy for them mm -hmm. it gives me satisfaction knowing that something that comes easy to me i can make someone else's life easier mm -hmm. you know what i mean just the fact that i know how to do this and i have the knowledge to do it your life's gonna be easier if you talk to me that I, gives me satisfaction yeah you know you you've done an incredible job with with what you're doing in real estate and i think one of the great things about that is like like you were saying everyone like b before you and getting to know you it's all about like either a phone book name or a business card name mm -hmm. or something like that but there's no connection with the person you made a connection with your audience um, so they feel like they're almost like a friend is helping them out. Yeah. Which is a great That's what thing. I got when I started doing real estate yeah. was that I know that guy. I yeah. want to call him. And that's what I'm very lucky that I had that. But at the same time, people are like, oh, we had the radio. I'm like, well, I could have been a big asshole. I could have been like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. I've been to my house. I wouldn't. But I am just as a person, like I wanted to genuinely help. That's what helped out too. Yeah. And like you said, if people knew me, it's like, oh, cool. I don't have to even think about it. I'm call that guy. Yeah. I think one of the reasons that I love, because I, I, I did design work for real estate agents for about three years. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I saw, because I never worked with them before, one of the things I saw and respected so much was that from the good ones is like all of you guys, you're doing all this work to hopefully get paid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's all free. It's all fake money, bro. <laughs> yeah, like it's not real. It's not promised. I mean, we've had yeah. transactions the day before. It's we we work for free until it closes. Uh, yeah, and if, if it does, if it does close, right, right. I every mean, day. all when you guys are starting out and you have to show houses, you're spending all this time and like you're not making any money, mm -hmm. and you might not. They might bail. It's in the hope of okay. Well, I hope they use us and they don't call like a cousin. Right. Or oh oh now your aunt has a real estate license. That's weird. <laughs> Right. Imagine going to like any other store and doing that. Like imagine walking in to a regular store and there's a guy there behind the counter and you're asking 101 questions and that guy's not getting paid. And then you go somewhere else and that guy's like, oh shit, I didn't get paid. Yeah. Because that guy ended up going somewhere else. Yeah. It's, it's like, like taking my own meat into a restaurant yeah. and just using their, <laughs> using their, all their stuff and like, thanks dude. I appreciate y'all. Like, yeah. I appreciate y'all. This was good. And then like just walk out. Dead bastard. <laughs> well dude, thank you so much again. Uh, this sure. was a great talk. It was great catching up with you mm -hmm. uh telling the story um i think it's a one that people need to hear and maybe people uh were very curious about because they see sometimes they see things online and uh they don't know the backstory they're like how did that happen like oh he just got lucky right he got lucky and all blah blah blah, blah. And it's not luck i think life is just you know you take a certain path of opportunity and you keep taking those paths and you don't be negative and you don't say no and like you said the best advice in which you ended with just start mm -hmm. and don't be a dick no <laughs> That's that helps out a lot. Sometimes yeah. you have to though. There's sometimes I have to in my business. Like sure. certain realtors or different people we're talking to, where it's like I need to let them know. I'm like I need to let them know this is not the way it works. I need to drop the hammer. <laughs> well, gross. Uh, so Taco is the podcast. Taco mm -hmm. Gear is the website. Correct. Anything else you want to throw out there? That's it, man. Any I appreciate. Plugs? I appreciate. No, I. Well, my wife's website is yeah, uh, that? so bonita. S e w bonita dot com. And so y'all do a lot of stuff together. So if, like you go to one or the other, you'll probably see. 
different books. Yeah, things, yeah, right? for the, yeah, absolutely for the most part. Very cool. But yeah, Any, thanks uh, everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for listening because this is probably a long one. Uh, <laughs> this is probably our longest episode yeah. yet. Um, besides that, it was a couple with Chris. But I think oh, this right. is one where it, 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 you know, the message reaches a different, a different people. Right, right. So what I will say is, um, if anyone has any questions, they could just find me on Instagram mm-hmm. at Taco Gear and just message me. And I'll gladly answer. Yeah, it's always easier to find someone that's done something similar to what you've done sure. and ask them than try to figure it out. That's why people write books. <laughs> like, we live in a world where everyone has written a book about everything. So, there's right. something you want to do. There's probably a book about it. Probably. Or in this case, there's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a podcast. Gerald, thank you very much for coming in. Uh, this is the Ask Team Montable podcast. Don't forget to please give us five stars, subscribe, and like. We'll have more episodes, more people in the community. And if you have questions, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or anywhere else. There's internet. I think we're still on MySpace, too. So, you can hit us up there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thank you.